Good morning. Today is Tuesday, June 2nd, 2020. In the Jewish world, there are those few individuals who excel in Torah learning and Torah teaching, and they are able to learn and to teach in a way that no one else can. And there are also those few who can lead, who can organize, who can be involved in community affairs and can make a mark on the world in a way no one else can. Rabbi Norman Lamb, of blessed memory, who passed away on Sunday, was the very rare individual who could not only do both, but he excelled in both. For a number of years, I had the privilege to hear Rabbi Lamb give the keynote shiur lecture at the RCA Rabbinical Council of America annual convention. It was the highlight of the convention. His lectures were riveting, magnificent, brilliant, complex, and inspiring. Rabbi Lamb served as a pulpit rabbi for many years, and he wrote brilliant, polished sermons. I and many others continue to study and share and try to emulate his sermons. He understood the world. He was part of the world. He understood the Jewish world. He understood the wider world. And he spoke to every event. He spoke to every societal trend with Torah, with insight, and with eloquence. Here's just one brief example. In 1966, he was asked as part of a symposium in Commentary magazine to address himself to the question, is God dead? And this is just a short quote from his essay. To deny that God can make his will known is to impose upon him a limitation of dumbness that would insult the least of his human creatures. Judaism's unique contribution to the modern man may well lie in its insistence that God is very much alive and that he is not absent from society, even secular society, for those who invite him in, and that the best way to achieve this goal is to release him from his incarceration in our barren and desiccated temples. In a word, halacha. Rabbi Lam understood and he lived 
that Torah in general and Halacha Jewish law, or as we've discussed, the way, the path that moves along with us wherever we are in life. He understood that that resonates with and elevates every subject in the world. And then when he was needed, he stepped in as the president of Yeshiva University, becoming the preeminent spokesman for Torah Umada, the emblem of Yeshiva University, Torah and science, or Torah and secular studies, what we refer to today as modern orthodoxy. Under his leadership, Yeshiva University came at a critical moment in its history, became the renowned institution that it is today. And notwithstanding all of his accomplishments, Rabbi Lam remained throughout his life like Moshe Rabbeinu, the humblest of men. I shared this story with some of you before. It's just so expressive of Rabbi Lam's character. So, Rabbi Lam used to tell the story about his first day on the job at Yeshiva University as president and Rosh HaYeshiva of Yeshiva University. And on that first day, he went to the cafeteria for lunch. And so he selected his food, he went through the line, and he came up to the cashier to pay for his lunch. And the cashier wanted to know what to charge him for his meal, because there were different categories that related to different prices for the foods. So she said to him, are you faculty? Rebbe Lam said, no, I'm not faculty. She said, are you a student? He said, no, I'm not a student. Then she said, are you a visitor? And he said, no, I'm not a visitor. And so this cashier said to him, I guess you're a nobody. And Rabbi Lam said, exactly. I'm a nobody. And he understood that a necessary condition for greatness in life is to reduce your ego. And he practiced that throughout his life. But another necessary condition for greatness in life is that you also have to be able to take a stand when you have studied carefully and taken counsel from others and decided this is the right path. Then you have to take a stand even when you are misunderstood, even when you are vilified. And Rabbi Lamb did this with humility, with dignity, 
and with courage. One of the events over which Rabbi Lamb had the opportunity many times to preside as the president of Yeshiva University was the Chag HaSmicha, the celebration of the granting of ordination to a new group of young rabbis. Yeshiva University grants smicha rabbinic ordination to more young men than any yeshiva in the world. And Rabbi Lamb took very seriously his responsibility to help train and inspire young rabbis to succeed in their careers. And at one of these celebrations, he told the following story to these young rabbis just starting out. Now, the story concerns another rabbi who asked a question of Rabbi Soloveitchik, the Rav, Rav Yosef Soloveitchik, and Rabbi Soloveitchik's answer, but it describes Rabbi Lamb perfectly. And the story he, he told goes like this. There was a rabbi in New York who was not a student of Yeshiva University. And this rabbi had issued a ruling in his community and he was being attacked for it viciously from the right, from the left. Some said it was too lenient. Some said it was too strict. And this rabbi was having a very difficult time dealing with the feedback, the criticism, the viciousness of the attacks. And so this rabbi who knew Rabbi Lamb said, would it be possible for you to arrange for me to come meet with the Rav, Rabbi Yosef Soloveitchik, the great leader. Rabbi Lamb was a preeminent student and junior colleague of the Rav. So this rabbi said, could you arrange for me to come meet with, with, with the Rav to be able to ask him this question and to get some words of advice about how I should deal with the situation in which I find myself. And Rabbi Lamb arranged for this. And the rabbi came into this meeting and told the Rav what was happening. It happened that the meeting took place during the week where that Shabbos we read the Parsha of Vayetze. Vayetze Yaakov, and the content of the Parsha is about Yaakov living with Lavan, meeting and marrying his wives, raising his children, his family. And then at the end of the Parsha, Yaakov and his wives decide that it's time for them to leave Lavan. It's time to go back to Eretz Yisrael. And so Yaakov takes his wives and his children and his possessions, and they begin the journey back, leaving Lavan. The Rav listened to the problem of this rabbi, and he thought for a moment, and then he said the following to him. He said, Our Parsha ends with the following words. The Yaakov Holach Ledarko, the Yifkeubo Malachi Elokim. 
Yaakov went on his way and he was met by the angels of God. So the Rav said to this rabbi, this is my advice to you. Go on your way, your own path, without looking to the right or to the left. And if you have done so with sincerity and truth and honor and with the conviction that this is what the Torah demands of you at this time and in this place, then you will be met by the angels of God. And that is precisely what Rabbi Lamb did throughout his life and how he inspired generations of young rabbis to be leaders. I plan over the coming days and weeks to share with you some of the Torah I had the privilege to learn from Rabbi Lamb. Most of what I learned from Rabbi Lamb, I did not just study, but I have assimilated as an essential part of who I tried to be. And I hope to share some of that with you over the next days and weeks. But for now, I'd like to close with one story. Now, this is a story that was written by someone who is among the closest students and admirers of Rabbi Lamb for many decades. I'm referring to Rabbi J.J. Schachter. They had a very, very close relationship. In Rabbi Lamb's last years, he suffered from dementia. And as many of us know all too well, it is a horrible, terrible, debilitating illness. As you can imagine, for such a, a towering personality, it was very difficult and very painful. And this is what Rabbi J.J. Schachter wrote. I went to visit the Lamb apartment, which was just a couple of blocks away from Rabbi Schachter's own apartment on the Upper West Side of New York in Manhattan. I went to visit the Lamb apartment in the recent years, mostly before Rosh Hashanah and before Yom Tov. Mrs. Lamb, who, by the way, Mrs. Lamb, Rebbitz and Lamb, just passed away a couple of weeks ago. Zichrona Levracha. Mrs. Lamb greeted me with great exuberance and joy, making me feel so welcome. Dr. Lamb was sitting at the table in the dining room in a white shirt and tie. At that point, his dementia was quite advanced, but when Rabbi Shachter would come to visit, Rabbi Lamb was sitting at the table, white shirt, tie, sitting, not really responding. Mrs. Lamb, of course, would engage in conversation. And so 
Rabbi Shachter and Mrs. Lamb would speak. And Rabbi Shachter would address Rabbi Lamb and he would nod. That's all. He was not able to speak. It's not clear if he recognized or understood, but he would nod. And before I left, Rabbi Shachter writes, every time, without fail, I took his hands in mine, looked at him squarely in the eyes, and I said to him, with emotion in my life, Rabbi Lamb, I came to see you on behalf of Klal Yisrael to thank you for all you have done for us. We are who and what we are because we stand on your shoulders. Mrs. Lamb beamed. Dr. Lamb nodded. I cried, says Rabbi Schachter. I gave him a hug and I left. Permit me to use Rabbi Schachter's words today. Rabbi Lamb, I come today on behalf of Klal Yisrael to thank you for all you have done for us. We are who and what we are because we stand on your shoulders. Rabbi Dr. Norman Lamb, Zecher Tzadik V'Kadosh Levracha. May his memory be a blessing. And may we continue to be who and what we are as we stand on his shoulders. My friends, thank you very much. Have a great day. And I look forward to seeing you all soon.